Well, hello and welcome back. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And if you listened to the last episode, it was all about our infertility journey. That was just kind of like part one. And gosh, we couldn't get through the entire thing. But first, I want to say Happy New Year. It's 2020. Yes, today is New Year's Day. Um, we, this is going up later than normal. Um, we did take a little vacation after Christmas and, uh, got back and was busy getting back into work and everything. So we are recording this one a little bit later than normal, but that's okay. Yeah. We had fun. And, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, we just, we went up to Northern Michigan. Yeah. We, our usual spot. Yeah. We go up a couple times a year and, um. It was a blast. To be exact, we go to, it's a little town called Empire, um, but we really like to go to Glen Arbor, you know, the surrounding cities, do all the fun things. There's nothing out there, though, like no no Walmarts, no uh, no McDonald's, no Starbucks. That's so okay. it's cool. It's cool to get disconnected for a little mm-hmm. bit. So Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, what I was going to say was, if you haven't listened to any of this and you're just now tuning in, uh, this is What the Family, WTF. Kind of <laughs> WTF. I mean, it's, it's, is it, it is also a what the fuck situation, but WTF, What the Family. Um, if you haven't, you know, if, if you are new, go back and listen to the first two episodes. Get yourself caught up. Um, but yeah. Yeah, last episode was exciting. We just kind of... Dove right We just kind of left you <laughs> hanging a, a little bit. We we uh, cut that off pretty quick, but um, okay. don't worry. We're going to jump back in. But yeah, if you haven't listened to the last episode, be sure to check that out. Yeah. Then you'll kind of get all caught up with. Yeah, go catch up because we should probably just get right into it. Yeah, juicy, juicy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the last episode, we left you on kind of a cliffhanger and... You know that we've been going through infertility, and you know that it's male factor infertility, and we left you on the cliffhanger that I have to go see a specialist, and they have to do a surgery. What would you call that? A testicular biopsy? So so we talked about seeing the urologist down in Indy. Um, That's our major city here in... Indiana. Um, yeah, we, you know, we just did like the normal testing that we anticipated and then he kind of just dropped the bomb of, well, let's see if there's an obstruction because Mm -hmm. everything else is checking out fine. So let's see if maybe there's something that's blocking. So I don't know the correct term for the procedure, but basically they wanted to do a biopsy, um, from the testicle itself to see if there was any sperm in there. It just couldn't get out. Or also to um, check out your varicoceles too. But the, but the varicoceles wasn't, that wasn't. He was not concerned about those, but he just said, I'm in there. So if I see anything, I'll fix it. Right. So, and he, like, he wasn't really concerned. He's like, I, he wasn't thinking that that was the issue. So. No, the only thing really he thought was maybe an obstruction. So we went down there to Indianapolis, which is like two, two and a half hours away. Okay, it's like two and a half, depending on where you're going, two and a half to three. Yeah. And 
we had to be there at the ass crack of dawn because it's surgery, right? No, we didn't go down the day before like we probably should have and stayed in a hotel. We got up at, you know, 5 a.m., probably earlier than that. No, I think we did. We got up. We, we were on the road. We, got we had to be there, checked in, ready to go at 8. So it was early, and I drove because I always drive. But that's. I was so scared, too. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's going to cut your junk. I know. <laughs> For a dude, like anyone sticking sharp tools down there. Oh, my gosh. I was so scared. But, um, well, have you ever been knocked out for a big surgery before? Uh, the tonsils. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No. So this is kind of big. I mean, it was totally like not a big deal and a quick, quick thing, but being put under and yeah. Yeah. Getting your all, all your parts looked at and cut when open. Okay. So that was September. That was September. 2017. Yeah. Yeah. September 2017. So we so drove we tr- down. We drove down there. I got all prepped and ready to go. You were nervous as hell. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, I was scared. And um, how long was the surgery? 45 minutes? No, it was like an hour. Okay. Well, the time that I was out in the waiting room, it was probably an hour to an hour and a half. Which was including, you know getting you situated after the fact too. Yeah. So your surgery was probably maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they did. Their he, he don't th- remember much. I don't, he was, I don't remember anything. Knock the hell out. I said, what happened? So the next thing I know, they're letting me know you were ready. This is from my perspective. I was, and I was on drugs. <laughs> you, yeah. Uh, the, they told me you were done, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't come back yet. So I was just hanging out. And the next thing I know, this sweet nurse comes out and says, you know, he's pretty upset. Mm-hmm. Um, he's crying. I think maybe you should go back there and sit with him. And I'm an emotional person anyways. So, But before I did that, Dr. Kovac came out and told me separately, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. There was nothing. Didn't find squat. Didn't find anything. And so, and that was the, so naturally that was when I woke up and I was like, I don't know, halfway myself. Right, right. I had, I had asked him, I said. You weren't did even you, halfway yourself. Really. You were I, so, so looped I up. Said, did you, I said, did you find anything? And he said, um, no. No, I I didn't. And I just I cried because I was like, oh, my God. What now? What do you do? What do you do now? I'm just he's looking for sperm. He can't find anything. So what the heck do we do now? Yeah. He told me, I don't know if I just didn't register it or I just put it in the back of my mind. I just wanted to go see how you were doing. Right. Um, being a nurse, I think you just have those natural, like, put all the emotions aside and make sure everyone's doing okay. So I go back there and he is very much upset. Um, and he's kind of being a little loud and kind of saying curse words. And I'm like, there are people around you trying to recover. Shut your mouth. <laughs> it was sad, though. It, that that sucked. That was yeah. such a shitty. I don't even know. Yeah, it sucked. Because um, you're like thinking instantly like, fuck, like. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean when you have a zero sperm count 
and and there's nothing in there being even made. Yeah, no, nothing's nothing's being made. The doctor's really not sure what the heck, you know, why yeah. there's there's I, nothing. I don't have any obstructions. Nothing is blocked. Right. Um, you, you know, all my all my hormones are fine. I don't have any genetic issues yeah no, I, no clear no. reasoning weren't sick as a kid nothing no no crazy I, injuries nope and um so i you know we just kind of hung out there <laughs> for a little bit yeah um i think though they did take i don't know if they oh yeah they oh i should say that they they did take because it was a biopsy and they had to send they had to send it off. To, they just sent like the fluids and stuff in there too that were collected. They sent um, it off to pathology. Right, right. But he also fixed. Um, you had some varicoceles, nothing major. He just kind of closed them all off. He showed me a picture. Yeah. Um, he just went ahead and did that. It's not going to hurt anything to have it done. Mm-hmm. And he was in there already. So, um, but that that wasn't even a factor either. But. They call, did they call us and told us, no, he told us at your follow-up. Yeah. What the pathologist said. But right. Yeah. So I, but jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, we hung out there at the, at the hospital for a little bit. And then uh, I had, they, they make you go pee just to make sure you can pee. I could pee. It's Thank God. That's a little scary too. After they've been like cutting down there, and they're like, "Now we want you to go pee." And like, they nicked something what? they shouldn't have. No, but everything worked great. Yeah, went home. You slept the whole way home, but mm-hmm. um, we had to go pick up your prescription. Um, stopped in at your parents' house, and I was, I was fine. That day, but I'll tell you if you're if your husband's having this procedure done or you're a dude listening to listening to this and you're gonna have it done, I was out for a week. And the next No joke. Like, the, and he wasn't allowed, like he told you the first two days, like only get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's it. The the next day I was pretty sore and then and that swollen. second that yeah, and swollen too. And that second day, it hurt even worse. But, um, oh, my gosh. it was, And it's just uncomfortable to walk. Mm-hmm. And um, I was out for a week, man. It was. But you were fortunate because what hurricane? I don't <laughs> it know. It was hurricane week. It was, yeah, it was September. <laughs> it was hurricane season. So there I was just, a hurricane, a big hurricane. So the weather channel one. was on. He was laying in bed yeah. following the hurricane. He had a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. I watched the Weather Channel the entire time, and uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was I was out a week, and uh, it kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but he, so going back to what they got back from pathology, and then they gave me a actual diagnosis i guess you could say and you know what i don't i'm not a doctor i might be butchering some of these words but they said it was is it hypospermatogenesis yes severe okay severe hypospermatogenesis meaning you're not making shit i'm not making anything (laughs) 
They don't know why. And he literally said there could be thousands of reasons why, yeah. but you might never know that. I have no clue. I can't think of, I don't know. I'm pretty healthy dude. Um, yeah, I have no clue. I was completely blindsided by this. And um, so he said that we could try six, what do you say, six months of Clomid? Yeah. So I went on Clomid for like six months. Which is not, and I... And I had I had known this prior, but you always thought like Clomid was one of the um, drug therapies for women for fertility stuff, but it can be used for men too. Um, and that even he wasn't even really like gung ho with that either, because we asked about the HCG like injection type things mm-hmm. too, and he really didn't think it was going to make a difference. No. So Clomid's a whole lot cheaper. And hopefully, you know, didn't really have as many side effects. So you just got like what, like hot flashes? Yeah, I just got hot. It was weird. I got hot flashes. That was about it. But um, yeah, I went on Clomid for six months and then we, you know, went in to the doctor's office again and I had to give another semen analysis. And again... I had a zero sperm count. Yeah, didn't so do anything. It didn't do anything. And Which, uh, if you think about it, though, um, Clomid's supposed to elevate certain hormone levels that tell your body to make the sperm, and yours were already where they should have been. So it didn't really quite make sense to even try that, but I think we were just pulling at whatever option we could do just to see... If there would be a difference. Right. But mind you, which we haven't even addressed, telling our parents after your surgery. Yeah. God, what a. I was fine the whole way home until I talked to my mom on the phone and I told her and I just, it just all just kind of came barreling in. Right. Yeah. Because what does this mean? What is, you know, what, what does this mean? I have a zero sperm count and. it's such a weird thing to like process because you know everybody's just you know you just what do you do you get married and then you're trying to like I don't know focus on your career and then you know just not even well not even just try to get try to get things just lined up you know everybody's got their own which is kind of just now that you think about it it's kind of such bs to, it's kind to of, think that you have to get all these ducks in a row because nobody's ever really ready to have a kid or have start a family. Or, no. There, there's nothing is ever going to be so perfect. Right. That, you're, am, that that's like when you're like, yep, that's it's the time. Let's start a family. No, it's 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 such bullshit. So I am as ready as I'll ever be. And we were ready. I mean, we always knew. Early on, we wanted to start a family pretty early. We're not the type of people that need to go live out this party life or, you know, all the things that we like to do, even outdoor stuff, like, we can bring a baby along. True. We don't, there's just not, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, 
I don't know. So it's just a, it's such a weird thing to process and you're, you know. Yeah. Probably you more so a, for, than me. I mean, I was devastated, obviously, because I'm like, well, and he, you know, Dr. Kovacs said our chances of ever conceiving naturally are like. Almost impossible. Pretty much impossible. I, you can't, you can't say impossible, right? It, because like <laughs> things happen. Yeah. And who, who knows what could happen? And so you can't say, Nick, it's never going to happen. You're never going to have kids. Like, it could. You don't, I don't know. Right. Weird shit and happens every day. Yeah. So it was just kind of, you start processing the whole thing. And it's a roller coaster ride. And as a guy, I have never heard of a guy going through something like this. Unless, you know, it's like, a testicular cancer right. or something. And then it's kind of like, yeah. You know, but just for like no known reason, I had never heard of it. And infertility in general is something that like, you don't, not a lot of people talk about it. No. And, and you never think it's going to be you. No, you never think it's going to be you. And people don't talk about it. And I feel like, especially guys, you know, guys don't, guys don't talk about that kind of thing. If they're struggling, uh, it's such a, mm -hmm. you know, I guess that that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast. I just, community, man, I know there's people out there. And if, and if you somehow stumble upon this podcast and you're listening to this I just know you're not you're not alone. Right. And like Even there's if, a lot of people going through it. Yeah. Even if this just helps you feel a little more relatable to somebody else, like wow, like I thought I was, you know, alone in the shit show, but there's really there's other people feeling exactly the same way as me. Right. So and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of guys that are going through this, and they just don't you know they're not talking about it, and it's. It's so understandable to me why right. they don't talk. It's 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 probably embarrassing. It's, it's probably it's embarrassing, and you know, not that it should probably, be. They, and they probably feel like, who are they? You know, it's, and I've thought about that. Who am I going to talk to? You know, I don't know another. Right, we don't have friends. I don't that, have you know friends or family that are doing this kind of no thing. So. <laughs> kind of rolling on her rant. But, okay, so moving forward from from that. So after the surgery, we're just kind of processing stuff. Yeah. And um You obviously think like, oh my god, I will never have biological children. It's devastating because it runs through my mind. I'm like, they're may never be another me. And I, this sounds so strange to me, but I've said this to myself. I'm like, this might be the last of me. Like, this is it. Like, this is the last of like, but, you know, I'm I constantly like talking to myself and, you know, you're constantly just processing this thing. And it's been you know, it's a year and a half or whatever, or no, to over two years. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I know. I can't over keep two, track of time. Over two years. 
And I'll tell you, like, you're still, you're still processing it. You're still thinking of. Well, and as we've moved down our journey to getting this family show on the road, those thoughts don't go away. No. They're in the back of your head. So, and you start, you know, as you're processing the information, you're like, how am I? How am I going to get through this? How are we going to build our family? Well, and and in the midst of all this, you tend to look at, and this might sound shitty, but you see all these other people getting pregnant and some people that maybe, not that people shouldn't have the right to have kids, but there are some people out there that just aren't good people. They don't have... I mean, they don't have a stable household. They don't have things to provide and help that child grow in a safe environment. And they pop them out like it's nothing. I know. Or they and pop they, them out for, you know. I know. When you're. For the government to pay, you know. Yeah. It, and you not, you shouldn't, shouldn't be this way. But I personally struggle sometimes feeling deep down in my gut so angry and like, right. why does that person deserve? Because we're in to be so fertile and pop these kids out, and they're not being treated correctly. And you know, it's just it's just a shitty thing. And yeah, and it's and it's tough. And I feel that way sometimes too. I mean, I don't outrightly it, say that, no. but in deep down, and, you're just like, why? And it's a blessing that they have a child. That's fantastic. Well, and and they take it for, some people take it for granted. And I just want to say, you have no idea how grateful you should be knowing that you can reproduce like it's nothing. Yeah. That you're not going to have to spend all this money and all this emotional heartache to Mm. try to figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do. Yeah. Just to have your own family. It sucks. And I feel for every single one of you that is in that boat or just just newly in this journey new diagnoses just trying to figure it out and i mean the only good thing we had going for us was that we started this ahead of time we didn't wait as long yeah to that's figure the, out that we had a problem and i'm and we thankful for that yeah that's the thing like we we did kind of start trying to build our family kind of early i've i feel for people that like you know and you guys you probably know of people you know you graduate high school and then they you know someone goes to they go to college and then they get a college and they're trying to find a job and they get their job and then they start dating and then you know they're dating this person for a while and then they get married and they're trying to focus and pay their student loan debt off and you know, and then by the time they're trying to start to have kids, they're like 30, 31, 32. And then it's, and that's fine for, that's fine. That's fine if that's your that's plan. Fine. That's what and you want to do. I, I feel for them so much. Like when those people do uh, hit infertility. Right. And they're like, oh shit. Like, and right. then, and then they got to start sorting it out. And then, you know, then they're trying IUIs yeah. and IVF yeah. and then it's not working 
And well, and I have my own, like, if I would have known, and we'll get more into this too when we dive into the whole next step for the fertility stuff, but right. I had my own, like, God damn, if I, if I would have just known that this is how this was going to go, I would have skipped this step entirely. Yeah. Not that I regret it, but you, you just can't help the what ifs. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just processing this after that, you start thinking about how, how are we going to build our family? Because for us, I, you know, we need, I, I feel like we need a family, mm-hmm. you know, I, even though I can't pass down biological, you know, I can pass down my morals and mm-hmm. my values and my love. Yeah. And you get to a point where you're like, okay, DNA is not the most important thing anymore. Yeah. And so, so you start, you start thinking about things like that and you're like, you know what, does DNA really matter? Does it, does it matter if my kid has my eyes? No, it doesn't. And at least to us, at least to us. Yeah. Ideally, yes, we would love that. But when you're at that point where that's probably not ever going to happen, then you just kind of suck it up and say, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We just want a child here with us to, 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 you know, make us a family. So it doesn't matter now how that happens. Yeah. And DNA is not the only thing that you can pass down to your kids. There are many other things that I just said, I your morals, your values, your love, and they're going to, they're going to carry on those things for years and they'll pass that down to their kids. And, um, so, you know, we just start going through the motions and you start talking about things and how we're going to build our family. And you'll find out that there's, you've got options. <laughs> there are options. There's, they all come with a price, but there's options. Yep, you've <laughs> At least. There's plenty of options. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, we have options. I have a zero sperm count. What do you do? Well, you can use donor sperm. You can use donor sperm and you can try IUI. You can try IVF if, you know. Right. You can adopt an embryo and yeah. try it that way. You can adopt. I yeah. mean, I, there's, yeah, it sounds great, but yeah, everything is so expensive. Yeah. All of it. And, um, and I'll tell you what, Indiana, there's like nothing covered yeah and there's insurance wise nothing's nothing's covered yeah nothing nothing fertility wise yeah so i don't know i hope i didn't ramble too much (laughs) it's okay though it was in the heat of the moment yeah um yeah so ideally we thought because it was the cheapest option and least invasive um, we talked about it and, um, I don't think at first you were on board, but using, it was tough. Using it's donor tough. sperm and IUI was our first, first option that we really right. wanted to go with. But the donor thing 
you didn't like for a minute? No, it's tough as a, and I don't know if it's just a, I don't know. I haven't talked to a therapist or anything. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But Maybe if any a... of you have also used donor and your husband um, or spouse or whoever um, struggled with that too, let us know. Cause yeah. How I, did, uh, how did you guys decide that that was, we're going to, I mean, we're going to dive more into this in the next episode. Cause there's a whole lot that goes with that, but that was our next step. We lot, decided it was IUI. A lot of, communication <laughs> lots of talking communication yeah. is key yep. in this whole thing you guys have to you have to be on the same page you have to be respectful with each other's mm-hmm. concerns it's just a whole big thing try and try and put yourself in your significant other's shoes and just kind of right see where they're coming from yeah see things from their eyes i guess you know that's and just communicate a lot. Uh, that's that's the best. I don't know. That's like one of my best advice yeah. I can give is just communicate a lot. Yeah. But um, so yeah. Next episode, we'll tune t- in. <laughs> yeah, boy, this <laughs> there's a whole lot with that one. Our too. infertility journey is. It, we could talk a lot about we it. We could, but um. Next episode, we'll dive in more and and we'll talk about this donor sperm thing. Yeah, and, it's nuts. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. So and we'll t- we'll talk about that whole process and yeah. we'll get we'll really get into it. Yeah. So well, thank you for listening again. Shoot us shoot us stuff to our Instagram Journey to Baby Davis questions, comments, anything like that, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next episode. Okay, love ya. Okay, love you. Bye. You, bye.